The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. What's the matter? You just blast it on. like uh, You know, I got to have excitement, you know? Yeah. Excitement. I mean, anyway. you didn't even like wait for the music cue. You just... I just rolled in. <laughs> yeah. Can I continue? Yeah. This is the Jason Mindy Podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, I will share non-grown-up problems and a statistical look at who we are and the things that we do. Mm. What are you sharing, Mindy? The keys to achieving goals and a happier, healthier life in this segment is for you, Jason. Hmm. Because you think I need it? Yeah. Something? Yeah, I think you do. Wow. I feel like I have a happy life. Well, I just think you need a little boost. Wow. You're giving people the wrong impression of me. Welcome, those of you listening on your favorite podcatcher. Yeah, because we are not doing live tonight. Nope. Because we got roped into something really stupid. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, Mindy. What is it, Jason? And welcome, Mindy, of course. There Mm -hmm. there she is in all her glory, (laughs) everyone. (laughs) Um, We got asked to be... Okay, first of all, Mm. I will name... I will tell everybody the name. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely has a name. There's a group of us that, uh, I don't know how it turned out to be called this. And I wasn't part of this when all of them were hanging out and they started to, uh, watch this thing. I ever heard of a honey badger. Mm, yeah. Okay. So there was a, there was this, there's this video that's super funny and it's a honey badger walking around and there's this sort of gay voiceover guy that, oh my God, look at the honey badger. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they loved that video and I heard about it. I was already on second shift, I think at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm speaking of is my friends who also work for the same company. That's where we all sort of met. Um, we, we call ourselves the honey badger, uh, uh, the honey badgers. Mm. I, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Do I love it? I don't know. I guess I do a little bit, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's our little crew. And of course they're all still in California. Um, but he, the honey badgers wanted to do a, uh, fantasy NFL fantasy. No, a football fantasy <laughs> thing. Fantasy NFL fantasy. No, it's fantasy football, fantasy football. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shows you what I know. <laughs> And it's not like, I don't know that we're putting any money into it. It's just a fun little thing we're doing. Um, but, but Steve thought of the idea really late. Mm-hmm. That, and, that's not unusual. Yeah. And so then it, he was like, actually not going to do it. And then Francis texts the group is like, are we doing this? And so then now we're doing it and we're, mm-hmm. we're drafting this evening. And if we podcasted live, it would interrupt the draft. Mm-hmm. I know priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love podcasting live. I think it's really, really fun. Uh, but at least we're getting it in. So it's super early. Uh, normally we're two hours early recording. We, we are. We've been going in early because Mindy has her car in the shop. So I've been commuting with Mindy, which has been nice. I actually like going in early. I do like it. I don't like not getting sleep, right? but I like getting out early. I mean, it's five already. I know. And, and like I, re- I took a little tiny nap. I passed the fuck out. Uh, I had a weird dream. In that little bit of time. Oh, wow. We were, uh, we were waiting for an elevator and um, 
going down? Madonna and some other person walked in the elevator. Wow, Madonna. I don't know why Madonna. That's weird. And she didn't look like Madonna, right? Because Madonna doesn't look like Madonna anymore. Right. I mean, as we age, we don't look like <clears throat> our, our younger selves. Mm-mm-mm. So anyway, that was my dream. And it felt so good. Oh, those little naps. I mean, I wish I could so get good. I wish I could get a cat nap in at work. You know, when you're sitting there and it's there's a there's a lull or after like lunch or something and you're just you almost hit your your face on the keyboard. Oh, wow. No, I, I, I Yes, you do. You've been there. <laughs> Come on, we've all been there. Yeah, I have. Like, oh, here's Mindy. No, I don't. I I work all day. Well, I, I do, so but I don't, like I don't, I don't really have a chance to mm. sit I'm at so my desk. Busy that no, I, that's not it at all. Mm. I just don't have a time. I don't have a my desk is a little ways away from where I'm actually at, so there's that. Okay, well, fine. Um, how was the weekend? L- long Labor Day weekend? Ah, beautiful. I loved nice. it. Every it nice. stinking minute of it. And mm-hmm. this week's flown by so fast. Quick. Now we're into another three-day week. Yeah. Three-day, I mean, three-day weekend off. Yes. Yeah, and a week from today, my other sister, Brandy, will be back. She's visiting a second time this year. Which is cool. Uh, so she'll be here. We're hoping to. We're probably going to podcast a little later that day because she wants to be a part of it. So we'll we'll make sure to 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 do that because mm-hmm. so she's going to be arriving around seven, I think. So around seven thirty, I hope we can strike it up and yep. do it live. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into our show. So we have plenty of time to relax before the big draft. Uh, I've got non-grown-up problems. Hang mm-hmm. on a second, Mindy. One second. I got to go turn this fan on for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You You wanted to point up like all quiet and stuff like it matters. But you were going to interrupt me because I have to go away from my... But I don't know why I even do that Mm because you always put me on blast. You might as well just say, can you turn the fan on? Can you turn the fan on? Yep. Sure. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think... You're so annoying. (laughs) So annoying. Do Do you think that maybe the reason why I do it is because it does annoy you and I like to annoy you. Do you ever, do you ever consider that part? I'm not very nice when I'm annoyed. Eh, well, you, you I, I, I guess the hope for me is. I, I don't think you care That much. you'll learn to get over it. <laughs> Have I ever get over stuff? No. <laughs> it's true. Rarely. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. I've got non-grown-up problems, okay? As children receive countless warnings from parents and other adults concerning disastrous behaviors that should be avoided at all costs. Uh, from comical exaggerations to outright lies, here are some relatable tweets about the things adults continued uh, conditioned us to worry about. I, I, you know, I don't usually like sharing this type of thing, but when I read some of these, just I read a few and I was like, holy crap. They did lie to us. Mm. So these were are there, things that our so, parents. Yes. Was there anything that your parents told you that you believed and you realized it was a lie? I mean, other than like Santa Claus and shit. Oh, I'm sure there has to be. Um, I don't. I. I wish I could think of some right now, but there were so, so many things, so many things, and I'm like. You just lied to me. There, there's, there's going to be some on this list for sure. Well, I'll let you know if, if I, I mean, I'm drawing a blank. Maybe it'll I'm spark. Sure, something. there's many. Maybe it'll spark something. Here's one. I can't believe adults warned us about the dangers of quicksand. 
and oh, completely yeah. ignored telling us about how stressful it is paying rent. Yeah. Remember all those movies, people falling into quicksand? Have you ever seen any quicksand in your life? No, I yeah. haven't. No. I, does it There's even, no quicksand. is it real? <laughs> I, don't I mean, I think when like, uh, we watched some videos when Lake Mead was, you know, drying up, you could walk on some of that uh, softer mud and it would s sort of suck you in and you'd get stuck. Yeah, that would. That would. Um, but the way they portrayed it in the movies and in shows, no, yeah, no, no. Here's another one. I'm 32 years old and still deeply terrified that consuming anything from the hotel room mini bar will bankrupt my entire family somehow. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's that's a thing. Don't touch the mini bar. Don't touch. Don't the touch the mini bar because um. I don't know if they do it anymore. It's pretty expensive. It's pretty expensive. They upcharge you, but it's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. Not going to kill you. So why did my mom make me think it was illegal to turn a light on in the car while we were driving oh, that's, throughout my whole childhood? That's one for sure. For sure. I thought it was illegal. Yeah. It's not illegal. I did not know that. I still. It's not illegal. But I, I, I was told it was. I mean, I do it anyway. I don't care, but. It's not illegal. Well, they wouldn't good to put know. them in there. You need them in there to look at maps, to do whatever you mm -hmm. need to do. It's not illegal to do that. Hmm. You could drive with that shit on the whole entire time. No one's going to pull you over. Maybe they did, though, at one point. Maybe, I don't maybe think that's so. Where it came from. I don't think it was ever illegal. Why would it be illegal? I don't know. Hmm? It's a distraction from other drivers. I mean, it does hinder your ability to see. Yeah, it's when it's on inside. See, but yeah. I can't see how it would affect another driver, though. And that's where I think it came from, as they thought it would distract. I think it's because it makes it harder for you to drive because Maybe. you can't see out. Um, next thing. Which I think I see better. With it, a light on inside? Yeah, it's weird. That's, you know, think about like in, in your house when it's dark outside. If your lights are on inside, it's harder to see outside. But if your lights are off, you can see outside. Yeah, it's kind of the same concept. Did anyone else... Elsa's parents tell them that uh, if you sit too close to the TV, you'll go blind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's one. Stupid ass. <laughs> uh, growing up, I thought I'd be getting sprayed a lot uh, by a lot more skunks, by the way adults warned us about them. Mm. Well, I don't know. I kind of believe that one. Remember we were at your sister's and the Skunk sprayed the dog. And it went inside the window and inside their yeah. entire apartment. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. That was bad. Uh, did your parents tell you backs, uh, blacks? Here's one. Here's one. Did your parents tell you that the black seeds in watermelon would grow a watermelon in your stomach? <laughs> no. They told me that. But I think it was something like don't swallow them because... Mm -hmm. It wasn't good for you or something like they that. told me I was going to grow a watermelon out of my stomach. <clears throat> Did your parents tell you that you'd get a cold if you went to sleep with your hair wet? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's I, not true. It's not true. Was anyone else, was anybody else raised to believe that if you take a shower during a thunderstorm, you'll probably die via lightning strike? No, no I haven't heard that one. Never heard that one. I haven't heard that one. Uh, did anybody else's parents ever ever tell them not to swim after eating because of cramps? Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't think they just want you. Do you way. know that's false? Did you know we were raised by liars? <laughs> yes. 
And then the last one. Remember when we were kids, they used to talk about uh, our permanent record? Like, oh, don't do that. It's going to go on your permanent record. What the fuck are you talking about, permanent record? What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like in school or something, it's going to go on your permanent record and and they're going to tell your employer. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't do it. I think that's hilarious. And that's it. Yeah. I can I can relate to all those like all or most of them. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. All right, moving on to entertainment news. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. Indeed. All right. First up, Giselle Burchon. Is it Burchon? Burchen? I have no idea. Still hasn't patched things up with Tom Brady, despite her return to Florida from Costa Rica. Although she did return to Florida, it was to be with her kids, but she hasn't been uh, to their home in Tampa. The insider claims that Brady is still hoping for a reconciliation and Burchon? Burchon? Butcher. Who is... Just call her Giselle. Yeah, Giselle. Who is believed to uh, be staying in Miami has told him she's leaving him before and they always made up when she cooled down. Last week, it was reported that the 42-year-old supermodel had jetted to their home in the Central American country after an epic fight with the Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback. I didn't even know they were together. Oh well, yeah, I mean that's he's. I, I, I just didn't. It's a big yeah. thing. Um, interesting. Wow. Mm. I wonder why. <clears throat> not sure. Because he really decided say. to not retire. Hmm. Maybe. Interesting. And in other breakup news, Kim Kardashian has nothing but nice things to say about Pete Davidson about a month after their breakup. The reality star made the cover of Interview magazine this week, and an interview. In an interview, she called Davison literally such a good person. Kardashian said, quote, they really uh, don't make them like him anymore. I'm excited for what he has coming up. She didn't say much more about the breakup, except hint that she's not in a rush to find her next romance. Interesting. And moving on to music notes, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, the one-time star of the Osbournes, will be subject to of a new 10-part reality series for the BBC One, Home to Roost, will document Ozzy and wife Sharon's journey back to Britain alongside daughter Kelly and son Jack's efforts to support them. It'll air next year. Nice. Nirvana, the three-year-old legal battle over the Nevermind album cover is effectively over with its fourth court presentation having been dismissed by a judge. Spencer Eldon, who's pictured as a baby on the sleeve, mm-hmm. tried to sue the band, a photographer, and several re- record labels accusing them of child pornography as he's naked in the image. Mm-hmm. But it was dismissed. And lastly, me and Jason both watched this. It was uh, quite emotional. Taylor Hawkins, the mm-hmm. highlight of Saturday's star-studded tribute concert at Wembley Stadium, may have come during the final segment, which featured Foo Fighters, returning to the stage to play a rendition of My Hero with Hawkins' 16-year-old son Shane behind the kit. Subsequently, countless fans sub- suggested on social media that he 
stepping into his dad's role as Fu's drummer on a full-time basis. I doubt that, but it's possible. It is possible, but man, was he good. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear it. So um, they did a whole, you mentioned it, but they did a tribute mm-hmm. concert uh, mm-hmm. at Wembley Stadium. Uh, a lot of emotion just in general, yeah. some highlights from it that I've seen. I think it came in while you were <clears> watching <throat> one of the songs and I couldn't help but kind of tear up because it was uh, the lead singer was couldn't hardly get the words out. Yeah, Dave Grohl. Um, but this is a hero played by um, Shane Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins' son. Shane starts his song. up on youtube um it was i i enjoyed it yeah uh it's not easy to play that either and to play that hard and and, and, yeah. mean, and, and it, it it's crazy to see him a 16 year old kid he's very yeah. very good uh yeah, that would be pretty sweet if he ended up playing with the band it'd be a good replacement 16 though that's a pretty demanding schedule you know they they, oh. they gig a lot Foo fighters gig a lot well, what so. else you know i'm sure is, i think it's pretty cool is I'm sure his dad taught him how to play like that. Oh, and he's, he's so amazing good. already. I mean, so good. So yeah. Thank you, Mindy, for sharing that. Uh, let's get into our question. Hey, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question uh, that is right Mindy posted it on the socials I believe she did it yesterday did it yesterday uh, correct Mindy yes you did it yesterday okay um, so we're gonna read it and respond first as we always do if you were given money to remodel your house what would you first change first this was it mm-hmm I don't even remember that. I don't know why. <laughs> if you were given... Oh, that's right. Yeah. I do remember that now. If mm-hmm. you were given money to remodel your house, what would you change first? Mindy. I think... I think our I think our answers are going to be the same. Right now, we want to change 
the side yard mm-hmm. so that we can park our toys. Yes, our, 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 our travel trailer is being stored currently. Previous house, we were able to keep it on the property. Uh, I would like to have it on the property, but uh, yeah. Um, so we're working on it, but yep. uh, you know, takes money. So we're, takes money. yeah, we're saving for that. Uh, so that would probably be, because our house is pretty good. So. Interior is great. Uh, I w- uh, I think another big thing I would do is put get windows put in. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have really old windows, um, which they're they're a little bit better than the windows we had at our other house. But uh, we I would like to get hurricane impact windows, yeah. um, just so that we can ride out a storm and not f- be freaked out about it. Well, and I think too we'll save a bundle on insurance. Oh, and, and, and energy too. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good, good idea, but yeah. anyway, <clears throat> that's what I would do. Uh, what else would I do? I think there's one other thing we're going to eventually have to do, which is resurface the pool. Yes. Uh, that's definitely something that's going to have to be done. So yeah. probably about five years. Yeah. So, all right. So other people said, uh, Angie said, I would change all the siding and rock brick work probably around her house. Mm, okay. Kim said floors. Emily said, I would add on to my house to have a bigger kitchen. Mm. That's a big project and yeah, lots yeah, yeah. of money. Yeah. And B said kitchen. Uh, you could spend upwards to $50,000 on That's a, big one. On That's a, a big one. Yeah. And we, and we, we never really, I don't think ever had the, the dream kitchen, you know, and it's part, and it's in part because of the, we do now. We do now. But um, we never did before. And it was something we always wanted. Flooring was another really big one in every house was, mm. was redoing the flooring. We did it in our first house. We did. It just wasn't that. I mean, we did a lot inside. Yeah. That house just needed so much. It did. And no matter what we would have done to it, it was still in that shitty neighborhood. So yeah. it wouldn't have mattered. It didn't matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, Laverne said floors. Jessica said security, kitchen, backyard. In that order. Okay. <laughs> Security. Hmm. That's interesting. She said that first. Well, she is in California. Yes. Jody said a covered roof over the back porch entry, new siding. So. Mm, okay. Jim Roberts said my master bedroom and master bathroom. Mm-hmm. Kimberly said make my living room larger. Yeah. You know, your family room is kind of like where you settle in and sort of like the the family room. Yeah, and, this, hence the name. This room has two rooms we never use. Yeah, pretty much. I've never had a house like that. And it's not like those houses where you go in and it's a shrine. I mean, that's not how we built them. You can you can enjoy those rooms. We just mm-hmm. don't use them. There's not yet. It's just not going to be used. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, you know, I can see us using the dinner table Christmas time, yeah, you holidays. know, when families here and stuff, yeah. Me too. Brandy said, if I had a house and then had the money to remodel, I, I would make a room that is soundproof with great lighting, built-in speakers, wood floors for yoga, meditation, and sound therapy. Nice. Yeah. Carol said, dining area and bigger kitchen. Mm-hmm. Nanette said, I'd get a house first thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your comment. That's pretty important. All right. Well, I appreciate that, everybody. Oops. While I was doing, while you were reading that, I should have pulled another card. Drum roll, please. That's not that fast. Uh, the question of the podcast for listener participation for next week is in what era would you most like to have grown up? In what era? Wow. 
It's interesting because I, I kind of like the era we grew up. I in, was gonna say, yeah, I was as gonna say it, as but compared not to it. now, the era now. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm grateful I'm not woke. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. But I don't want to answer yet. It's for next week. We'll, we'll respond to that next week. And of course, Mindy will post it in time and uh, we'll have a good conversation about it. And of course, we'll be live and hopefully Brandy will be here too to discuss it with mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. What do you got to share, Mindy? I have keys to achieving goals and hopefully, hopefully a happier, healthier life. Mm-hmm. I kind of picked this because you this week, you've You've kind of talked about a couple of these things. So Mm. (laughs) perhaps you need this on a Monday. These Mm. are the result of compiling a number of studies that looked at the ever elusive quest, not only for success at work, Mm. but success in your personal contentment. Mm -hmm. So the first one is um, having uh, agreeableness, like, you know, being agreeable. It can improve your job performance and your state of mind. That's probably why people don't like me. I'm not very agreeable. Well, Jason, it's also a sign of intelligence. To be agreeable? Mm-hmm. You just, even when you don't want to, you sometimes just go, Really? Okay. It's also a sign of meekness. Not always, though. You don't always have to be in a state of um, being combative. All right. I don't even know if that's the right word. All right, fine. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but that wasn't the one I was thinking of. It's this is it's the next one. Mm. It's who you know. Yeah, I know that. Four and five people agree that no matter how hard they work, others with better business connections have the advantage. One hundred percent. But how do you but how do you gain those business connections? You know, I think it's well, that's by networking. Yeah. yeah. And working well with others and people liking you. Yep. Yep. Liking to work with you. Yeah. And I like this one. This next one is reconnecting to work. It's important to disconnect from work at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. which I like. Uh, I'm very good at that. Me too. As soon as I walk through my door or even actually walk out of the doors from work, I turn it off. Mm -hmm. But it's just important to head into work the next day with the right mindset for a productive day. I agree with that. And Mm -hmm. I do too. I I think I do a really good job of turning it on when I'm there. And as soon as I walk out those doors, I turn it off. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good at that too. It depends though. Like not everybody's going to be able to always turn it on. I think that's one thing I hope you know, employers and bosses in general understand, you know, Uh, you you come back from a vacation. It's tough to get into the swing. It takes you a couple days, you know, and you hope to have a bit of a a break that first day and not have a lot going on. So you can kind of reprocess the fact that you're, you're back there. It's back time to get back in. (laughs) Uh, So that, that, you know, that, that tends to, I think showing up is a really big part of it, you know, just show up and, Give yourself a moment, allow yourself to ease in. And then by the second day of the week, you're, you're golden. You're good to go. Yep. Yep. I don't know if I agree with this next one. I'm not sure how this um, plays, but it's playing video games. This is, yep. A study found that nearly half of people credit many of their successes in life to playing video games. Mm. How so? That's an, that's, that's just some dummy that some dummy that wrote that and is trying to justify the fact that they used to play video games. <laughs> I don't think that helps. I, I don't either, but maybe I'm missing something. 
I, I, I'm, I'm but see, again, that goes back to that, you know, the, the question of the podcast for next week, the, what generation is the best one? Mm. I didn't come from a, from a video game generation necessarily. Neither they were starting I. to come up when I was getting, you know, older. So I just never really got into video yeah. games and I feel like it made me better at connecting with people than mm -hmm. it, than just looking at a video game all the time. Me too. Yeah. yeah I, then maybe that's why I can't relate to that yeah. question at all, but anyway, or answer, uh, exercising a lot. Uh, those who work out four to seven times per week report much higher levels of happiness, 75% versus 25% and success 74% versus 26% than those who work out one to three times per week. Mm. But you know what? That's a lot of laundry. Yeah, it is. Right. <laughs> And time, you but know? I know that I feel so much more happier when I work out. Yeah, I'll add to it. I don't know if it's on there, but but I, I think having hobbies is is probably bigger than that. I mean, having yeah, something yeah. that you enjoy doing outside some, of sometimes, work, yeah, some, home. Sometimes working out for people is their hobby, but I, not you know for me it's go to let's go to the beach, let's ride the paddleboard, let's I mean uh, play pickleball, play drums. But it's also having a, things to do can be considered a form of exercise, but also a hobby. So true, I can see that. True, true, true. Totally see that. Mm -hmm. All right, being unsuccessful, which is crazy, right? Uh, a study of small business owners found that being unsuccessful is an important part in learning mm -hmm. how to become successful. Yep. For sure. Yeah. You learn by your mistakes. Yep. And money. Research shows that when one views wealth and material possessions as measures of success, they enjoy greater levels of satisfaction. But viewing money as a direct source of happiness doesn't bring the same effect. I got you. Like the money's, you're, like the money's determining your happiness. Yeah, right. I get you. I got you. Yep. Uh, checking your, I thought you would love this one. Checking your emails less. Office workers are a lot more productive when they are interrupted fewer times each day by checking email. Yeah. But explain that to the boss next time he asks you why you haven't responded to his urgent emails and I thought you would really get a yeah, kick, that, kick out they, of that one. They don't. Because that pisses you where off. I, where we work, they do not reply to emails. It's super annoying and unfortunate. <laughs> uh, owning a pet. People who own pets are happier, earn more money, and exercise more frequently than those who don't. Mm, I like that. I agree with that. Supportive relationships. People who have strong supportive relationships feel more confident in themselves and are more prone to personal growth. And the last one is keeping your eyes on the prize. This is about being patient and able to save money toward a goal rather than spending all you have right now for instant gratification. I like that. Me it's too. pretty good. Yeah. And that's it. Nice list, Mindy. Thanks. Was that the only thing you had? That's the only thing I had. No, I, today. Thought, I thought it was the title. Keeping two it short things? and sweet tonight. Was the title two things? What was the title again? I just got rid of it. Because I thought I gave the impression that you were sharing no uh, two no. things. All right, well, let's get into this then, since we're moving along. Fun facts, Mindy. The call of the humpback whale is louder than a Concorde jet. Really? And can be heard five hundred miles away. I want to see a whale. It's kind of on my bucket list. To see a whale, you've got to go out on the ocean, and I'm not doing that. 
Even in a big, big ship? like Big ship. Not not anything yeah, yeah. else. Okay. Okay. Not a fishing boat mm. is what I'm saying. No, never. I wouldn't put you through that. All right, Jason, the oldest person ever to have lived whose age could be authenticated was a French woman named Jean-Louise Calment. Was 122 years old wow. when she died in 1997. I don't want to live that long. I think that's awesome, though. 122. If I had all my wits about me, I don't care. That's so old, dude. Wow. Uh, Small as they are, ladybugs have a unique smell that humans are incredibly sensitive to. Really? I didn't even know they... Well, I'm... I've never smelled any. I've never gotten close enough to a ladybug to know. I have, and I think I do know what they smell like, but I I guess I never realized that. That that was a smell. But... They carry. Anyway, I don't believe you. Jason, there are no muscles in your fingers. Their function is controlled by muscles in your palms and arms. Weird. It's just fat, huh? <laughs> sausages. Just little sausages. Mm-hmm. There has to be muscles in there. Nope. It's all by your... That's weird. You're controlled by your palms and arms. Great fun fact, Mindy. All right. Um... So I've got a statistical look uh, at who we are and the things that we do. These are those little fun little 85% of blah, blah, blah. And then it's conversation, right? So 83% of us say that if they won the lottery, they'd keep it a secret. Mm, That's a a large percentage. Would you? I think I would. I mean, I may tell certain people, but. I would. Yeah. But then I, so this is how I'd do it. I would. Then I'd travel more. Yeah. Okay, here's an example. This would be fun. This would be fun for me to do. Maybe not for you. You probably don't care. But there's other ways I'm sure you would want to give. So I would I would keep my job, mm-hmm. too. Uh, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. We'll see. Depends on the level of money, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe I would. Or maybe I'd do something else. Like, right. okay, one of, the, one of the things that I really uh, loved was we when we bought the paddle board. Mm. All right. So uh, our neighbor, Chuck, who who I've started to become pretty good friends with, and it's great. Um, he recommended we go to this particular place to buy a paddleboard. Now, we went to the surf shop that was in front of it, but uh, the paddleboard place was behind it. And we walk in and then and this guy's in there, him and him and his wife are, are running the shop. Super friendly guy. Starts telling us all about, but he's super passionate about paddleboarding too, by the way, which is which is great. That makes you an incredible salesman when you're passionate and about he something. Customize his own board. He does. So he's telling us all about this, and you know, we didn't really go in. The, we went in there to look, and I, I thought if I found a used one or a cheaper one, mm. you know, I'd, I'd walk out of it. I, I figured I was going to buy one that day, but didn't think I was going to buy the one we bought. Right. And he's just telling me, showing me how to get up on the board, and, and man, what a I, that! If I won the lottery, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to work in a surf shop. I'm going to do something that's fun, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I could get in and just like tell people all about it and how fun it is or a skate shop or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Something mm-hmm. I enjoy doing. Yeah. A music shop. I would definitely, this is a fun question or fun mm-hmm. uh, fact that you just, 87% because I think I'd play it the same way. I don't think it let anybody know. I mm-hmm. would do things in a way that maybe spark people's curiosity well what you know i'm sure that would happen because i would travel more i would do i wouldn't probably 
stay with the job, depending on how much money I would, you know, do things that I want to try. Never have tried. Yeah. You know, money gives you the ability to uh, take those chances a little easier. You don't worry, you know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, uh, there's a couple like other things like you have to think about like my, uh, my sisters both thought about moving out here. Right. Um, and I wouldn't buy them a home, but I would buy a home and rent it to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. Pay me rent. And it, and the good part is if you own it, you don't have to charge them a shitload, mm-hmm. and, but you're still making a little bit of money off of it. Absolutely. And it's still also an investment because you bought it. Right. Yeah. So it's like buy it and then charge them very little fucking live in it. Go ahead, live, mm-hmm. you know? And then and that's the kind of thing I would, it would make, it wouldn't be very suspicious. They wouldn't have to know how much I paid or any of that. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have to know any of it. Right. right. Um, that's the kind of thing I would do and not change anything. That's a that's kind of interesting, you know, thing that you brought up because it also poses the question as why would you tell anybody? I I don't think you would need to. And I don't, I wouldn't want to, because I feel like it would, um, I don't want people to think any differently, Mm -hmm. you know, or Mm -hmm. want anything different from me, but I'd still want to be able to give. And if I could give in a way where they didn't really know, like how they, cause very easily they could think that, Oh, we afforded that, right. We afforded it's investment properties. You know, we're trying to build our wealth. Um, they wouldn't know. They would have no idea, right? right. I mean, they really wouldn't know. Yep. Um, and it's that kind of thing that I would love to be able to do. Of course, we don't play the lottery, but uh, it's fun to dream about that. Absolutely. 69% of adults say they feel judged by their partner for their snacking habits. Ooh. Mm. Do you feel judged no. by me? No. No. Because I, I mean, I'm my own judge, really. Yeah. I'm harder on myself than I think you would ever be on me. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm also harder on myself. Uh, 61% of couples have argued about whether or not to rinse the dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. <laughs> we have, because I, you'll just throw them I in don't, there. I don't rinse them. I at least rinse them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Very little. Hence our argument. <laughs> and they uh, turn out great. Yeah. 75% of women think that men over age 35 look ridiculous when they wear a hat backwards. I don't. I kind of like it. Yeah, I do it once in a while, very rarely, mm-hmm. very rarely. But uh, I don't think they look ridiculous. No, Why? I don't either. It's weird. That's a weird one. 75%. That's a large number. Mm-hmm. 31% of guys have borrowed deodorant from their partner. Um, Maybe on a trip if I forgot it or something. Yeah, I, don't, I can't even maybe once in our whole lifetime. The, the thing about you is you, wouldn't, you don't like my deodorant because it's not antiperspirant. And I don't think I've ever borrowed yours. Yeah, and it's like the, the the natural stuff, and you end up still sweating, and you hate it. Yep. 90% of us no longer answer the phone when it's an unknown number. Nope. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so true. correct. That is very, very <laughs> true. And lastly, 4%, 4% of us are afraid to ride in an elevator. 4%. Hmm. Mm. That's I, you know, I might fall into that 4% because I have that same feeling. You like, don't like escalators, though. I don't know. I don't like escalators. Those freak me out. Mm-hmm. But um, even an elevator, I stop. I hesitate for a moment. I go, mm, here we go. Especially if it's like a high one, like in Vegas or something. Excuse, yeah. Remember the vi- you showed me that video, that, that ride that that dropped. Yeah. That's horrible. Spinning and then it was just a, dropped. Uh, uh, carnival yeah, type ride. I don't go on those rides. 
Yeah. Those people got messed up. <laughs> did they, did people die? Who knows? I mean, did you, ever read it? did you read it? It just looked like they crashed really hard. It was pretty bad. Very, very badly hurt. And so. they're in a sitting position. So falling. God. Oh, how many of them broke their spine? Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty bad. Anyway, uh, moving on. Mindy, this one might be a little tough. Uh, one in nine elementary school students say they would love to be in charge of this when they grow up. What is it? Um, they want to be in charge of... It's a job. It's an occupation. The cash register. When they grow up. Incorrect. Uh, fireman. That's a good answer, but incorrect. They want to be in charge of... The ambulance. Not a lot of difference between a fireman and an ambulance person. Well, you said good, but okay, so no. It was a good answer in the sense that <laughs> I liked the answer. How about that? Okay. But it wasn't even close no, it's not to the close. actual answer. Um, they want to be in charge of... Uh, how about an amusement park? You're getting very close now. Mm. They want to in charge so it's something fun right you're just close you're very close mm. it is a place like that an amusement park it's, mm. it's like that they want to be in charge of the movies no no it's big like an amusement park oh stay in that big range Would it be like a particular ride, like a roller nope, coaster? It's, it, it, it's, it is as big as an amusement park. Okay. Oh, they want to be in charge of uh, flying an airplane. No. No. Okay. All right. So we went to, uh, we went to Disney World. Yeah. And there was one particular thing we really liked. Oh, they want to be in charge of like, Epcot or like a... Nope. There was another thing we liked. Oh, okay. Um, oh, like a water park. Nope. Okay. Um. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got this. Uh, uh, yeah. Like a water park. Uh, yeah. Nope. Mm. Mm. Okay. They want to be in charge. We haven't been to too many of these. Uh, we went to one. It was very hilly. Hilly. Yeah. <gasps> How about a ski resort? Nope. It was mm. very hilly and we got kind of worn out, you know, and when we were there, there's not a lot of the uh, attractions were out and about. You know. Oh, like um, a safari or a zoo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They want to be in charge of the zoo. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. That. Well, where did we go? Where was that? San Diego Zoo. It was it's so beautiful zoo. big and like you but more I was exhausted walked and walked and exhausted walked and walked. we did the tram a little bit but you couldn't really see the you know the the walk inside of it all it was just a beautiful zoo it's one of the one of the most beautiful I can't wait to go to ours out here I hear it's pretty decent I guess people would run into each other if they had something like like a little skateboard that's motorized or 
like a, they would yeah it'd be dangerous but um, that's how you need to get around to those places we went to the santa barbara zoo that was a pretty cool zoo it was really small Mm -hmm. um, but they had the like California condors and stuff there, which I thought was pretty cool, even though they're not. I, if we ever go back, I would love to see that again. That won't be the thing I go back for. I'll go back for Pismo or something like well, that. Well, of course, but, but yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. It was. Hi, Mindy. Hi. All right, so here is your, I forgot what I was calling these. It's kind of like your inspirational. Deep, deep question, thought. deep thought questions. No, it's just a thought. Okay. So there are many things that will catch your eye, but only a few that will catch your heart. Pursue those. Is this like a quote? Kind of. It's just like a deep thought. That's your deep thought. I like it. Here's some phone starters for you. How okay. about this one? Mm-hmm. What is the most unique or silliest problem you have going on in your life at this moment? Silliest? Yeah. Unique or silliest? Uh, I've got one. It's inter it's interesting. Um, oh, yeah. I think I know what you're going to say. Do you? It has to do with music. Yep. So <laughs> I call, I'm looking for a band to get into. I'm, I am looking for one. And I, and I like to look on Craigslist. It's been uh, beneficial to me in the past, even though it has it. I don't know. Uh, I did have one. I was in one good fun band and it didn't turn out well, but <clears throat> I had a really good time in that band back in California. Mm. Um, so I reached out to this guy who was looking for a drummer and it, and it was sort of a country band and I like country and it's like this surf country, you know, like no shoes, no shirt, no problem. I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand. Uh, I, I like songs like that. And, I, and I'm having a great time playing those songs. And so I, I'm like, ah, oh, cool. So they sent me 12 songs. I'm learning them. I've got them. I've got them down. Mm -hmm. But then there was another band that posted and, and <clears throat> I'm looking for a reggae band to get into <clears throat> and they wanted a bass player. So I, I called the guy. I was on the fence about doing it. And, I, and, I, and you were like, just do it. So I did it. Called him and he was actually looking for a drummer. He wanted a drummer first. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, so we had a great conversation. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm more versed in drums than I am in bass. So send me the list. Uh, and then I reached out to my buddy uh, who I, uh, I was in a band with briefly out here. And I was like, hey, would you be interested in, in being in a reggae band with mm -hmm. me? Uh, reggae, ska, rock steady. Th there was other songs on the descriptions on the list, by the way. Uh, and he's like, yeah, that'd be cool. And we, we kind of reconnected. We haven't talked in a little while. And then I looked over the song list. And I started playing some of the songs and I was like, this, this isn't, doesn't sound, it's not fun. It's less it's of, more, um, it's less reggae, more seventies, seventies rock and surf some surf rock, but I just really did not like it. Yeah. Right, I'll be honest. It yeah. was like, uh, this is not my style. So I reached out to the guy. I was like, this is just not something I'm interested in. Um, and then he replied, uh, he said, well, what was it about it? The, the, that you're not interested in what were the, the particular songs you were hoping to play? Um, what, what, it, what did the ad match, you know, the song list? And I was like, well, it, it did, but I thought it would be more heavy in the reggae side and it's not. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not really interested in that. So I shared some of the artists that I would be interested in. He actually replied to me again. Oh, he did. He replied to me again and said, um, yeah, I get it. it it's, 
we we didn't play the reggae stuff much because drummers couldn't really play the grooves. We were having trouble with that. Plus, you kind of need to have, you know, these danceable songs. And I didn't reply. I was like, oh, well, that's fine. You know, mm -hmm. I appreciate it. And then he replied again. Oh, no. With a whole shitload of YouTube videos of reggae songs. He's like, these are some cool reggae songs. Oh, he really wants you. Maybe. Why, though? He hasn't heard me. He doesn't know whether I can actually You're play. He's probably just looking for a drummer. Do you know how hard it is probably to find a drummer? I get it. Uh, I don't know what he wants me to do. Does he want to play? So I got to reach out to him and go, are you interested in playing that as a set list? Because I, I just don't know how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I'm really vibing on the songs that I, the 12 songs. And actually the bass player, he's an older guy, really nice guy. Mm -hmm. I liked him. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to try out for that this Friday. Okay. So it'll be fun. They're easy songs too. They're fun. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. But so you have a, like sort of a music conundrum. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm in a bit of a silly music conundrum. <laughs> Sorry, that was a long story. Sorry that's okay. That. Um, that that's what these questions are for. Um, my unique and silliest problem because it's kind of unique and silly. I vape, obviously, mm -hmm. and I get all my vape juice from England, and I love their juice. I have not found anything that's even remotely close. I think the American-made stuff here is just gross i just don't like it mm. so um for whatever reason england stopped selling to the united states weird so i'm super bummed because now i don't even enjoy really smoking mm -hmm. my vape mm -hmm. which i'm sure you're happy about but i don't care i just don't know what it's doing to you i mean i i well, mean i don't think you know either or you are even paying attention i actually don't really feel anything not when you know compared to smoking cigarettes i felt awful all the of time of course it's different but anyway so my unique and silly stupid story is i can't get my juice so from england anymore and i'm super bummed so i've been really trying to find something else i bought a couple i can't stand them so i went back to this one that is kind of okay um I'm, so you're just not really enjoying it much i'm just really not enjoying it yeah interesting Hmm. And I don't know why England stopped selling to the United States, but they did. I think it has something to do with um, that, that stuff coming across the border. Maybe. It's too much of a hassle, I think. It's probably, they probably are, aren't making any money off of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, it's just too much. So anyway, all right, next question. Mm -hmm. uh, what teacher had the biggest impact on the person you have become and how? Teacher. Um, quite a few, but... Uh, Mr. Fernandez was my first teacher uh, in high school that had a huge impact on me. I, he was my drama teacher, mm -hmm. and it, it opened me up to the world of art. I don't believe that I would be even a musician today if it wasn't for him or even be interested in a lot of the things I, I opened myself up to mm -hmm. uh, because he really was an amazing person. I mean, it, it, he taught uh, even the spiritual aspect of being you know, no ego and all this stuff. Really, really awesome. Uh, then, you know, other teachers like uh, Brian Legere, my yoga teacher, uh, he was a remarkable impact on my life. Even, you know, even though I don't really practice that stuff as much, you know, he was another really impactful human being. Um, Adil Palkivala and Jahangir Palkivala, the two yoga teachers. You're so good. Like you remember even their names. Like I don't remember my teacher's names. I can remember like a couple that maybe stood out to me, but I don't remember their names. I, yeah. yeah. T 
Tony Capco, also yeah. another teacher that had a major impact on my life as a drum, my first, very first and only real drum teacher. Also, uh, another drum teacher that where I took online lessons from Mike, Mike Johnston. So mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of teachers have had a major impact on me. Hmm. And I remember I took, we took that, uh, cl- I took, I took a workshop at, with Mike Johnston too. Yep. So he's another yep. teacher that major impact on my life. There's only two teachers. I don't remember their names. Um, I, I think I could look up one and probably find her, but, um, the first one was a very interesting, well, maybe two interesting history teacher, the way he taught history, um, always fascinated me after. So I was always, mm. I liked, he was passionate about the subject. Yeah, yeah. Very passionate. And then a science teacher, um, mm. that, was the type of science that you dissected things. I found that very interesting. I don't know why. Maybe because it was the of the teacher, mm. you know, the way he taught. Yeah. And then later on in life, um, I, when I was in college, I went to uh, one of the design classes mm. and uh, interior design. And she kind of just, I, I took, I don't know, maybe five six classes of hers alone was didn't she end up she worked for the same company she too, did right? yeah yeah and that's why i probably could look her up i don't know if she's still with the same company but she you know she kind of impressed me because she not only worked for the same company but she also taught at night and like weekends like she she did she was pretty amazing and i love the way she taught interior design hmm. I, I think i remember who she is i remember she, she and she she would Light up the room when she'd walk in. She was the typical redhead, big, mm-hmm. busted, curvy woman. And she was really pretty. And she just uh, was, she was one of those people like when you look at twice. Mm-hmm. She just had that, I don't know, specialness about her. Like she would light up a room. Yeah. I remember her at, uh, at NG when you said, oh, that's the, that's my teacher. Uh, she's mm-hmm. like, was an, like an event planner mm-hmm. uh, at the company we work for. Yeah. All right. And I'm not even going to do the last one because I don't think it pertains to you and I. It, it was, what was your most horrifying back to school week? We don't, that's. I don't remember any of that shit. That one. That's it. All right. Well, thank you, Mindy. Quote. Your inspirational word for the night is silence. Oh, well, that's. That's lack of word. <laughs> no, actually, silence <laughs> is, I think, uh, a word that's packed full of stuff. Mm. All right. So your first quote is, listen to silence. It has so much to say. Yes. And silence is the best answer to someone who doesn't value your words. Mm-hmm. And words can satisfy your mind, but silence satisfies your soul. I like it. Those are good. Uh, I feel like I need more of that at times. I think we all do and we'd never take the time. Shut off the social media, you know, I mean, just quiet, be quiet. Yeah. Sit in it. I mean, there's times where I take my break at work and I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, put it in your fucking pocket and just sit there and look at the beauty of this place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Sometimes we just need to turn it off. Yep. And that is our podcast. Yes, indeed. 
That is it for today's show. If you love what we do and want more of it, you can visit our website, lowtreestudios.com. The links I provide in our show notes. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank you for listening to the Jason Mini Podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. We'll talk to you next week. Maybe we'll have a special guest. We will. Indeed. Bye. Bye.